I think we're going live now. I think it's going to be tough to get all this done tonight, but yeah. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Apple What's It podcast. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. You're here with us at the Apple What's It podcast. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, I love yes, it. yes, yes, yes. New sound effects. Obviously, we're um, coming at you from your earphones. And uh, we're still sponsored by the Crep Boss. Uh, get your clove in there um, if you want to. He's got a job now, so hopefully he offers me a job when he finds himself a position. But the Crep Boss uh, Instagram, the Crep Boss, for all your clothing and all your needs there. And don't forget to follow me at the Twitter. We've we went up a, a, a notch on Twitter, but we went down again because um, someone followed me from a podcast, and then this. Not they they stopped following me, so I don't know why that was. But ultimately, this podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, we are. I've got lots of paper here, and I'm so behind on what I should be doing. Uh, but these podcasts actually get more listens than any other podcasts that I do. So most of my source now will be leading me towards talking to you guys because you actually actually listen more than anyone else, um, especially when we're talking about mental health, father's rights, all that sort of palaver. That doesn't mean to say we still can't have fun, right? Because what you're going through right now is really shit. Uh, And what I want to do is make sure that I'm supporting you. Uh, When you're feeling down, you need to put this in your ears and hopefully we can remember where are the days and whatnot. Um, But let's remember what this podcast is about. We're on episode uh, part three or five, and it could be part three of infinite 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 infinity and beyond yeah that's right would you agree with that infinity and beyond yeah i think so that's infinity and beyond uh, i don't think anyone can argue with that can you no one can argue with that surely not no you can't surely surely not no you can't no you can't i don't think so but anyway, this podcast is about basically we're looking at the impact of a fatherless society. We've had two podcasts prior to this, and let's be honest, they probably haven't been, you know, the topest of a, the greatest, even. I try to make them sort of not too serious, but I know we're dealing with a serious topic. And the reason I'm delayed in getting all this stuff out to you guys is because I'm dealing with more and more people, and we're helping more and more people. Um, with their issues and, um, and and that's what we're here to do so it's delaying the time that I have to talk to you via your earphones download Spotify wherever you get your stuff from but let's remind ourselves of a few stats and what we spoke about previously I'm from a broken family so the stats of being from a broken family it means that you're going to be uh, less likely to um, achieve things so let's not forget you know the Let's go stick to the script. Shall we just stick to the script? Jason, stick to the script. This week, the Apple What's It podcast, well, it's actually not a week, is it now? Because we've gone over a week. Uh, but we're basically looking at the impact of a fatherless society, uh, the impact this has on our mental health knowledge and how we behave as adults um, and as parents within our relationships. We will look at the impact of lockdown and the strain that's caused on my relationship with my child and how it impacts your relationships with your children, especially as uh, separated parents. Um, 
we will try and gain some advice and some do's and don'ts. And um, trust me, I can tell you a lot more do's and don'ts now because we do have a few guest speakers coming on this evening. Uh, Matt O'Conman is back, yeah, for Fathers For Me. Yeah, Matt O'Conman is back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not forget that. Um, what we're, I'll tell you what, do you know what, do you know what I do? Some call, I've been taking a lot of calls today and it, my, my brain is going meltdown, right? Because I've taken a lot of calls for a lot of people whereby because of lockdown, and I'm jumping the gun a little bit here, so I'm going to have to go back a bit. But because of lockdown, um, we're going to have to go into like uh, support centres and, and not, not even support centres, what's the word for it? It's uh, contact centres to have like supervised visits we need to if that's happening to you you need to get in touch with me straight away yeah because I don't think that's right um, but come back after this stupid little advert and uh, we'll talk some more Wow, wow, wow. That was the longest possible introduction I've ever done. I felt a bit like uh, James O'Brien on um, LBC. Don't listen to James O'Brien on LBC. Listen to me on the podcast. But this was meant to be an advert, but I've just realised you spent like six minutes listening to me moaning about something that I can't even remember that I was talking about. But I'm sure I, I will remember once I've listened to it back. And I'm sure it made sense to me at the time. But... Uh, is in terms of saving time for your ears, because I appreciate that your time is precious. Um, this show is branching out into Apple Watts equality. So just Google Apple Watts equality, uh, equality, yeah, uh, and we help with uh, all sorts of uh, equality matters, with specialising in uh, family law and Mackenzie Friends Services. So get in touch if you need some help. Now, if you've listened to other podcasts, you'll know that um, we've gone through some key stats. My parents were really, really good in life and um, influenced me really positively. And my family too. That's why everyone is so successful. Um, That's the impact of a fatherless society. I don't know if you've listened to the other podcasts. If you haven't, go back and listen to them so that makes sense to you. Um, I'm not going to repeat myself with that. I was going to, but I'm looking over the script now and I'm thinking, no, do you know what? Go listen to the other stuff. Um, We know that stats say, even from birth, children who have involved fathers are more likely to be emotionally secure and confident to explore their surroundings. And they grow, as they grow older, they get better social connections. That's the impact of having mum and dad around because both mum and dad teach the children how to socially um, interact with others. The impact of not having a dad around um, is there to see in society today, knife crime. We're going to go on to that in a little while. I've just jumped script a little bit there. But let's look at some more key stats. Uh, This is what we're looking at now. So some coping mechanisms. Yeah, some key coping mechanisms. If you haven't listened to some others, I'm going to give you one or two now, but there's others on the other podcasts. When you get there, I'll probably talk too much about other stuff, but at the same point, they are there. Um, 
recognize it's okay to have different feelings. Um, seek help. If you need help, get in touch with me. Just seek help early. If you can't talk to somebody else, get in touch with me. Um, have your blowout. Of course you need to have your blowout. I'm just throwing pieces of paper on the floor now because I'm just running through these scripts. Um, before we get onto the serious shit, because we do need to get onto the serious shit, the new shit. I'm just looking through this stuff now. Okay, studies show that the psychology, psychological effects are... Um, okay, okay. Studies show that the psychological uh, effects and emotional stress of divorce on our children linger into ch- adulthood. Does 100%. Um, research uh, shows that men from families that divorced during their childhood were more than three times as likely to consider suicide than men whose parents never divorced. I wonder if the mums that are hurting the dads realise that. And I wonder if the... Because don't get me wrong, there are dads out there that are hurting the mums in the same way. Um, and it does happen, and I'm helping mums deal with that too. But hang on a minute. What the fuck? Who's at the door? Well, knock me down with a f- fiddle, you falafel. Listeners, you're never going to believe who's just turned up at the door here. Well, take a seat over there, young man. What the fuck? What brings you in here? To this broadcast to let you know that mum's next. If you're listening, any other women are listening, they want to copy and paste and listen. We love you, we care for you, and you're good mums. But we know you're watching. So blown away that you could be here with us today. I'm, I'm just so surprised that you could even turn up. I, I'm actually, I've not actually told the listeners that you were supposed to be here ages ago. Well, look, Matt, it's it's Matt O'Conman, listeners. Matt O'Conman, he is here with us today. Matt, thanks for joining me doing this podcast. And let's just be right, yeah? You are, you are a self-righteous, um, disingenuous, fat clown. Um, and that's all I can say about you right now. It's the people above me that made me have to work with you doing this podcast. Um... Uh, and as soon as this father stuff is over, they only want they they say I'm not getting good enough results because I need Matu Con Man uh, with me. So I'm sorry that I have to be involved with you with this, and I'm sorry that your father's for me campaign has to even be mixed up with my Apple What's It equality. But that's just how it is. I'm sorry, listeners. We have to put up with uh, Matt the Fat Matt O Con Man. Thanks, Jason. How you doing, mate? You're right. Nice one. Nice one. Yeah, I just want to say thanks, Jason. Thanks for the, uh, thanks for the compliment. You know what I mean, geezer? Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to working with you. All right. Yeah. Uh, 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 and, you know, I'm sure we'll be able to give the same, some really great, great advice 
for the dads out there. You know what I mean, yeah? Yeah? Give some great publicity, give me some great publicity, yeah? But without me being directly involved, you know what I'm saying, yeah? You know what I mean, right? You know what I mean? But, but that would be the right advice that we need to give for the fathers, right? Yeah, for the fathers, for the mothers, for the children, for the family, Matt, right? We're giving the right advice for the for the kids, for society to help people, not for ourselves, for people, right, Matt? That's that's what we need to be doing. Well, no, mate. Come on, geezer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's for myself, obviously, isn't it? It's for myself. What do you mean? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just for me. It's it's my own personal gain, isn't it? That's what it's all about. And there we have it, listeners. And there we absolutely fucking well have it. Yeah. Um. There's Matt O'Conman. And that's why Matt O'Conman, the people above, want Matt O'Conman part of this fucking podcast. If there's a don't do it, is don't go and listen to Matt O'Conman. Because Matt O'Conman is called Matt O'Conman for a reason. His advice is not to be taken literally. And his advice should be, you know, taken with a pinch of salt. Because literally, he is only here for himself and let's not forget yeah this show is called the Apple What's It podcast and you need to be taking advice from me otherwise it impacts my ego what would you say to that uh, Matt O'Con man well you know what I'm saying geezer I uh, agree you know what I mean don't tell no one though we're not we're not going live are we yeah I'm only here for comedy value so the listeners don't have to listen to what I'm saying do we yeah. Uh, thanks for that, Matt. Um, like I said earlier, let's not forget it's the Apple What's It podcast, and uh, you should only be listening to the advice that I give, not Matt O'Conman. Matt O'Conman is only here purely on the basis of making you smile. Welcome back, uh, listeners. And as we've established that we uh, have got Matt O'Conman in the studio with us today. How you doing, Matt? Are you still with us today, yeah? How you doing, geezer? All right, yeah. I'm good, mate. Just don't... Just I'll watch for the first episode, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't really want you to uh, get involved with anyone else. Does anyone else want um, Matt O'Conman getting involved with the podcast with us today? No, 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 no. Are you sure? I don't mind. I don't mind if you want us to. Anyone that wants to say yes? Anyone? No. Okay. Fine. We won't. We won't ask again. We won't ask again. So, ultimately, we're... Matt, do you remember 2015? Matt, do you remember 2015? Of course I do. That's the. Uh, that's a big year for me. Yeah, I lost a lot of weight that year. Yeah, I lost a lot, a lot, a lot of weight. Well, the listeners are here with us uh, today, um, trying to establish. Uh, you know why and what I'm trying to do is help them obviously they've spent about 10 minutes of their life listening to me and you ramble unfortunately uh, Matt but what I want you all to listen to and remember these are some key key highlights that I need you to go back to so 2015 was a big year for me so it was a year that I lost it was the first Father's Day actually it was the first Father's Day that I had without my daughter and it was a painful, really difficult Father's Day. And bearing in mind that I'd, in the same situation as you, lost everything, closing your back, 
I lost everything. I was on my knees. And the only thing I was fighting for was to make sure that I had a relationship with my daughter. But it was that year that I met you, wasn't it, Matt? It was like 2014, late 2014, I met you, I think it was, Matt. It was it was at November 2014, I think it was. Yeah, mate, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I think you got a point there, mate. Yeah, yeah. So, and then it was in 2015, we, we were um, talking about, and you, were, you voted Tories, didn't you? Um, in 2015, you voted. You keep voting Tories, don't you? Yeah, mate. I'm a I'm a Stark Stark Boris fan. Yeah, because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna ensure we got 50 50 share care payment in it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, guys? Well, actually, well that that's what they were saying in 2015. The conservatives conservatives were actually talking about ensuring that the parents. Uh, that separated, there'd be an automatic presumption of shared parenting uh, following the breakup, which, because people know, and this is what I want all you dads, all you mums, anyone who's supporting anyone that's going through a breakup, the system knows, yeah, we've listened, if you haven't listened to the other bloody podcasts, go back and bloody listen to them, because the system knows after years and years and years of parents separating, how much it impacts society, you've got knife crime, you've got all sorts of stuff, and I'm sure that's somewhere in my script that I've written already, but I can't see it right now. But that same year in 2015, David Cameron said, and he pissed off Fat Matt O'Con man, he pissed him off, and he said, in that same year, David Cameron said fathers don't don't and I, and I agree and I totally agree the same year David Cameron said and this is what made Matt O'Fat O'Conman uh, go on a he's still fat now but he still went on a hunger strike so that same year David Cameron said to fathers on Father's Day in 2015 the fathers that don't stick around will feel they will feel the full brunt of the law and shaming them to be as bad as drunk drivers and he did this and he did this in the Telegraph. So you can Google it. Um, Google it. He said, he said, dads, and I agree, dads that do not stick around should be ashamed as much as drunk drivers or fucking pedophiles. Why not? Yeah, because if you don't stick around for your kid, no matter how much you have to fight for, then I don't understand why you gave birth to a kid in the first place. And that's just my view. Yeah, and there's loads and loads and loads and loads of men that are out here backing me saying that we want to be parents. We want to be dads. We want to be part of our kids' lives. And there's a minority, and there's always a minority that ruin it for the majority, that stick their dick in anything they want, and then in it around afterwards. Yeah, but in the same wise, it's not just men, there's women there as well, so before the fucking men come in, and all the fucking people come in saying, oh, you're so fucking anti-men, I'm not anti-men, I'm just equality. There's as bad men as there are, as there are women, alright? Calm yourself, yeah? But it was that, it was that Father's Day, like I said earlier, that... That was, it broke me. The summer before that broke me. And, Matt, what happened to you that year when uh, Matt, you know, when, when David Cameron said, you know, the Conservatives got your vote and they said, we're going to go for automatic presumptuous of uh, 50 50 shared care. They got into power and they said, what did they say? What did they say, Matt? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, Jason, you know what I said, didn't I, Gazer? You know what I said? You said, I said, nah. I said, nah, we ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. And I tell you what they do, they, they piss me right off, didn't they? So what did you do, Matt? What did you do? Well, what I did, I, I stopped eating ice cream, didn't I? Because I was making ice cream at the time, and I, you know, I'm a fat fucker, innit? You know what I mean? And, uh, and, uh, because I'm a fat fucker, I like my ice cream, didn't I? Alright, Matt, enough about your ice cream. So what did you do? Did you, did you go on a, uh, on a hunger strike? I, I, you didn't eat ice cream for eight days? 
bunch of ice cream, was it? It was fucking everything. Didn't have any bacon. Didn't have no fucking sausages. Did nothing. Jesus me. You had no sausages either. It's not like you, Matt, to not put a sausage in your mouth. But anyway, so basically you went on an eight-day hunger strike. And did that solve the world? Did that fix the problems? Did that do everything you needed to do, Matt? Did it? Did it? Did it? Well, mate, I'm uh, stuck in a studio talking to you and I. So I think that answers the same question, didn't it? You know what I mean? Now, listeners, what you might um, struggle to understand is I'm making laughs and jokes about something that you're going through and it's serious. And trust me, I know it's serious because I've still not recovered. The hurt will stay with you forever. The reason I'm reflecting on 2015 is because this argument has been going on for much longer. And while we've got a fat O'Mato con man over there, sat in the corner eating his biscuits, gobbling his way, nobbing his own nobbing, he did start a good movement. And there's no taking that away from him. He got so digested with his own curry sauce that he wants to join me in this poverty stricken podcast. Alright, Jason, what are you talking about? Don't talk about me, mate. You know what the rules are. But anyway, what can I say? All I know is, right, we've got some new technology in the air and we still have to play Word of the Day or Word of the Podcast, whatever you want to call it. But I want you to remember that listening to this is meant to make you smile. I want you to get involved. But also, Judges know, people know, society knows. Every child is better with the love of a mum and a dad. What you need to remember, and as much as you don't believe it right now, is that there, as much as it's not law, and as much as the Tories have fucked us over on that as well as they've fucked us over on everything else, if you're a Tory fan, I'm sorry, don't judge me on that. That's just, I think they've, Boris lies a lot. Every politician lies. They're all full of shit. But, ultimately, just because every politician's full of shit doesn't mean I am. Yeah, and when I say, am I full of shit, would anyone agree with you? Yes, 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 yes. You see, people do agree with me. I am not always full of shit. Am I always full of shit? <laughs> that was the wrong squirrel. I'm not always full of shit, am I? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. <laughs> that was both squirrels. They're uh, obviously in a relationship and they both agree that I'm full of shit. I'm not full of shit. What I'm trying to say to you is I'm trying to make you laugh because everyone knows the impact on a fatherlessness society is that the knife crime goes up. Drugs, drugs, gangs, grooming, young mums. Men, us men, need to influence our children and be there for them. And what we're going to talk about in this podcast after this, after this word of the day um, in a second is going to be about how we can make sure and this is well worth listening to emotional safety 
yeah emotional safety so i've spoken a lot and hopefully tried laugh, making you laugh while you're listening to this shit because i know you i'm trying to take your head away from wherever your head is and i know where your head is is going to be with your kid and i'm not the more i'm talking about your fucking kid the more it's going to wind you up because you're thinking about your kid but ultimately we're not here stop eating those biscuits matt stop it but yeah, so we're going to talk about emotional safety. We're going to do word of the day. We're going to talk about emotional safety. And and then we're going to end it because it's late. I'm talking too much. But I've dealt with and supported quite a few people over these last few weeks. And I just want you all to know that you're not alone. So if you're listening to this, and most of the listens actually come from these podcasts that I'm doing, just get in touch with me. I'm here for you. Word of the day, it's not I will eat your ass. Oh my god! No, 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 I'm just gonna play word of the day. I will eat your ass! No, 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 it's just word of the day. That's word of the day, that's all it was. It was not meant to be, I will eat your ass. That was not what it's meant to be. Before we go on to the emotional safety bit, because um, what I like to do is this word of the day, word of the podcast. We're only gonna do one this week because I think I've over stretched uh what was meant to be a 20 minute script i'm not sure how far we're into this yet but i've got a great word a great fucking word brad brad did what what brag brag let me see this listen one second braggadocio 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 Braggadocio. Braggadocio. So, I'm saying that means, I think it means like when you're bragging about yourself, when you're thinking, I'm a braggadocio, you get me, fam, you get me, cuz, I got bare love for you, I'm braggadocio, you get me, cuz, you know what I mean, yeah, fam? Yeah? Bruv? Yeah? Let's have a look. Oh, empty boasting, see? Arrogant pretension. How the. Brag. Okay, maybe we need another one because I guess that too easily. The Braggadocio is not as well known as other fictional characters like Pollyanna, the Grinch, or Scrooge. In lexicography, he holds a special place next to the whose name who becomes established. Fuck that shit. That's not. I wasn't supposed to be right there. That's a bit disappointing, isn't it? When I'm actually right, I don't don't know the fact that I'm actually right. I'm sorry, listeners, that I was right about that. What can I say? Um, what can I say? Let's have another one. Hovard. Hovard. Hot. 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 Hornatory. Yeah, definitely. Probably from a Western film when them when they get in them like um like um like you know when they got them walk in the saloon bar and then they they got them them like people them women upstairs just 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 making love all the time. I think they're called prostitutes in the modern world, but I don't want to offend any female listeners. I bet that's what this means. Hornatory. Hornatory. It's an adjective. 
urging to some course of conduct or action, exhort, exhorting, encouraging a hortatory speech. What the fuck? It's Latin, what a surprise. He admired the man's passion and fighting spirit, his wit, his hortatory style, his good looks and fine speech. If anyone's ever met me, that's the perfect thing for me. He admired, no, no, she, she admired his, the man's passion and fighting spirit, his wit. I have wit, surely. His hortatory. 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 There you go, folks. That's the uh, word of the podcast. The first one was pretty shit. I apologize, but this one was actually a little bit better. Welcome back to the Apple What's It podcast. Uh, follow us on the Apple What's It podcast uh, dot com. There will be uh, we're going to be doing some vodcasts on there sooner or later, and um, yeah, join us there or uh, follow us on Apple What's It Equality. I don't think I put any social media for that shit, but there's a Fathers Rights UK group. Come and join us there. We believe in equality for men and women. Um, going through any tough time and I'm just talking ramble now but the Apple Watch podcast is what this is all about and this is one of our milder ones because I know that I'm having to behave myself because uh, I've got to be sensible because this is a serious topic we're talking about and it's very close to my heart but at the same point I can't help because I've been through it so much I can't help but just try and bring some smiles to the listeners ears because I know that most of these listeners are actually uh, men but you're in the final hurdle now this is the final lap you're all going to be happy to know this is the final part are you happy to know about that yes <laughs> I fucking thought so yeah yeah they fucking love it yeah yeah is anyone not even sad no no one's sad at all no they're all fucking happy about it Jesus Christ but look this is the final part and um probably the most important part as well to be honest with you so we start off with a little bit high but this is the most important bit it's about supporting um your kids and making sure that you're there and and securing emotional safety for your children and this is the most difficult part when, when the mo- a lot of the parents that i'm speaking to right now um are the, your kids are young and what i know is i've got a really close relationship with my daughter because of the early years that we had together now I don't want to set fear upon anybody but what we need to work towards is making sure that we've got a solid strong emotional relationship or we can display that we're giving a solid strong emotional relationship to our children because our children need us our children need both parents and there is no way in the world any person is going to say to me any different yeah because um, as the separated parent it's difficult, but you need to try and maintain that emotional connection with your child. Showing an emotional connection, and I'm reading off a like, bullet points, so you have to bear with me, yeah? So, like, showing an emotional... These are my own fucking bullet points before anyone criticises me. Uh, showing emotional safety means that the members in that... So, so this is... The diff- okay, okay. Whoa, 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 let me fucking rewind here one second. All right. I just, just remembered. I've just remembered. Right. If you're a man listening to this, emotional safety. If you're not in a divorce, if you're not separated, emotional safety. This is something that I've learned and come across recently. It's not a. 
if I had a dad in my life, maybe I'd have known about it a long time ago. Thanks, dad. Uh, I've learned about this from being in the relationship that I'm in right now. And emotional security is something that we all need. And our children need more than us because they're children. When you're emotionally secure with someone, that means you've got that trust with them and you're being vulnerable. You can let yourself be the most vulnerable. You could shit yourself. You could poo yourself. You could you could do everything you like. That's what... You, if you're not in a separated relationship right now, that's what you and your missus have got. You've got your banter. You've got your jokes. You've got everything. I apologise that my script's all over the floor and I'll take a picture of that in a minute and we'll put it on Instagram. And so I lost my script a little bit because this is a, it's been an emotional couple of days because I'm... I'm helping more and more people which I love and I love and I and I don't love helping people but I know that I know that I can help these people to get them through what the tough times they're going through and they and people need help but what what surprised me was when you put the I, I dare you to do this this is what I'm looking at now this is this I, I just saw these notes here definition of what's the definition definition of domestic violence yeah if you put that into Google, in fact, let me fucking put that in Google now. Let's do this together, all right? What, just type this into your phone. What is the definition, def, D-E-F, definition, D-E-F-I-N-I-T-I-O-N, definition of domestic violence? In the UK, just put in the UK on there, in UK, right? Right, the first thing on the top you get there is National Domestic Abuse Helpline. And this is what came up yesterday, National Domestic, and that's what I've got on my piece of work. The next one below it is, they've obviously spent more money on marketing. So what is the definition? So we're asking what the definition, we're not saying anyone is committing any domestic violence, but what's the definition? And then the next one down is you've got Domestic Abuse, the Crown Prosecution Service, Domestic Abuse, Women's Aid, Domestic Abuse, the Met, Domestic Abuse, Violence, Government the UK, Statutory Rights, Domestic Abuse, Generally, it's going to be women and men. I, I, I put this search in before. I've been domestically abused. I, I have been, and I and and if you look at the definition, and this is what something I want to do right now. I want to look at the definition because if we put, uh, let me open another window here. Let me just open another quick window. One second, right? What is the definition of poo? Poo, right? Oh look, dictionary, poo. I'm gonna screenshot that. I didn't put that poo, I put poo as in P double O, you know, shit. Yeah? But it comes up with a dictionary. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show this. What about if we put this uh, what's the definition of shit? What happens with that? Oh look, it comes up it comes up. What's the definition of uh, I'm being petty, I know I am. Everything has a definition towards it. Now, if we look at the definition of what the, the definition of uh, domestic violence is, it's not very clear. And this is coming from the CPS Dove, Gov got the UK. Oh, fuck it. It's not on my phone. It's not on my laptop. I was doing this on my laptop before. So accept all that shit. Fine. Domestic abuse or domestic violence is defined as... Uh, across government as an incident of controlling coercive or threatening behaviour, violence or abuse between those aged 16 or over 
um, where are or have been intimate partners or family members, regardless of their gender or sexuality. The safety of the victims and children, in addition to the defendant's accountability, are important to the CPS when prosecuting cases of domestic abuse. As such, the CPS applies its guidelines on domestic abuse to all cases of current or former partner or family abuse, irrespective of age of the defendant or the victim. Who are counted as family members? Family members are defined as the mother, father, son, daughter, brother, sister, grandparents, whether directly related, in-laws or step-family. However, it is not exhaustive. The list may be extended to uncles, aunts and cousins. So what that basically means is... What that means is anyone can be cast... Any domestic violence, it can be anything. You can make a joke at someone. So when you're, if you're sitting there on your sofa now and your missus is playing fucking... I don't know, Candy Crush, and you're looking at her while you're watching porn while listening to me in your ears, she could use that against you one day. Yeah? What types of domestic abuse covers a range of abuse, including but not limited psychological, physical, sexual, financial, emotional? Anything you do. So basically, and this is what's happened to a lot of men, and, and, I, and I say this, and I forgive me to the women that listen, and I, and I value your listens because we're going to go into that in a second. Um, but what's happened, and, and women, you must be able to understand this as well no relationship is perfect but if you end up in family courts that argument you had three years ago that you forgot all about will end up being in the family courts and going to be the end of the world any bad thing you've done could end up being domestic violence which is why there is no definition for domestic violence so while you're listening to this in a happy relationship great Treat your woman with respect. Make sure your woman treats you with respect. Take time to think for, and, and think things before you act. But at the same point, if you tell her your bum looks bigger than that today, in five years' time, she might use that against you. And I've dealt with people... I've dealt with it. I've dealt with it today. Twice. Two. I've dealt with it myself as well. But two different phone calls. Two different... You know... Uh, so the word is... Just be careful because there is no defined definition of domestic violence. And that's the scariest thing. Would you not say that's scary? Would you not say that's scary, Mr. Secret Squirrel, that hates me so much? Would you not do that? That's not fucking scary. You're a fucking mental case. See? No, is you not scary? Oh, well, they're fucked up, aren't they? I've already had too much acid. But ultimately, right, the emotional bit, yeah? So... I'm sorry for going on, but this is probably the most um, satisfying podcast that I've done because I've dealt with a lot of shit these last couple of days and talking to you guys actually helps me release myself and and my partner's downstairs, Em's down there, just like waiting for me to come down but she's given me the space to be able to get this off my chest because if I get this off my chest it means I'm going to be able to have a nice peaceful evening with her and she knows that. And sometimes you need to do the same with yourselves when you're with your, with your partners. You need to either give me a call or give <clears throat> give a family member a call. Give someone a call so you just get what you need to get off your chest. So then you can go and relax for the rest of the evening. All right? So emotional safety. Emotional safety within your children is really, really important. All right? I spoke about this a minute ago, about 10 minutes ago, in fact. But I forgot that I started this and I've gone back on myself. But that's what we're doing. That's this podcast. That's the Apple Watson podcast. Fucking... Listen, it's the alternative podcast. 
If you get your kid showing emotional, if you show your kid emotional security and emotional safety, your kid is going to be emotionally secure in that same way. Back in that same sense, I could tell you stories where my daughter is so safe with me because of my parenting style, and there is no right or wrong way of parenting. So when I was criticised, when I was criticised for crying or as a man crying five years ago, crying in front of my daughter by social services of Greenwich and social services and Kafkas they were making me uh, my daughter now she cries and I'm like thinking to myself is she crying because I cried no it's okay to cry everyone it's okay to cry but talk about why you're crying would you say it's okay to cry would you say it's okay to cry Mr. Squirrel fucking fucking glad he's on point Jesus Christ that could have been tough if I was saying no but anyway, so if you, in the absence of showing emotional safety, that's going to, if you, if you don't, if you don't show emotion to your kids, right, that's going to show that if you don't show emotion to your kids, it leads to a neurological imbalance and an impro- inappropriate social, emotional and communicational behavior issue. And I got obviously, 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 because I don't say words like inappropriate, neurological, in the absence of safety, emotion in the absence of emotional safety, children may it may lead to children, your child being neurological and a neurological imbalance and the inappropriate surgical and emotional and communicational behaviours. Thank God my daughter, no matter how much of a pain in the ass my ex-wife is and how much of a pain in the ass I am to her and whatever however she sees it, vice versa. She still loves and she's done a really, really good job with my daughter. Really, really, really good job, and because my, my daughter's on point, and and I'm and I'm and I'm there to help make it there as well. But my daughter's of an age, and that's what we've had to battle through. And any man listens this, don't think that I'm forgiving my ex-wife because I'm sort of am because she's my ex-wife because I've got to that point, and you will do too one day. Doesn't mean she forgives me, and doesn't mean she's a fucking not a pain in the ass towards me. But I lost that anger ages ago. But that's a different conversation. If the parent-child relationship, children will always feel emotionally. Uh, so if the parent-child relationship children will in in the parent okay we are, here we are in the parent-child relationship children will feel emotionally safe if the if they perceive strong relationships between both parents this is fucking common sense i explained i went to um separated parents program done by kafkas because i was ordered to not sure if my ex-wife did but that teaches you there you don't want to be arguing don't want to be showing animosity between you because that just causes more anxiety for the kids and trust me I was there and, and as a kid I experienced it so that's 100% true uh, and, and if they and, and if you can tr- if if you're a woman listening to this thinking and you're spying on your fucking ex-husband or ex-partner or whatever just put your kids in the first place just put your kids in the place of being saying like look if your kid sees you arguing with your husband then that's impacting your kid's mental health. But you love your kid. You carried that kid in your womb for nine months. And as much as the pain in the ass that the ex-husband might have been, as much as your ex-wife might have been a pain in the ass to you, showing respect to each other. And one thing I respect M for, and, and I shouldn't really talk about it, the relationship she has with her ex-husband is phenomenal. It's brilliant. So it can be done. And I've, I've seen so many families that it can be done. So we need to get through that anger stage bit. And I probably shouldn't have said that, but I did anyway. She won't listen. Anyway, emotional safety for a child and a parent means that children, children's state of emotional safety largely depends on the vibes that we send them, yeah? And that doesn't mean the stone vibes, gents, ladies. 
Once they feel safe, kids can express their emotions because they know that they are going to be not going to be judged. Yeah, and that's beautiful because when you've got that, and that's something that me and my daughter have got. I'm there for her no matter what. But you need to let your daughter know that, or your son know, you're going to be there no matter what, and you're going to fight hard for it in the right way with no anger, nothing. Yeah, and that's something that I can help with. Apple Watch equality. Just a little plug there. Five ways to maintain your emotional connection, and I know I'm going on a bit. Fuck me, I've not talked so much for ages, but obviously I've got a lot to get off my chest. Five ways to maintain a, a an emotional uh, connection with your kid. And these are easier said than done, like everything that I say. Easier said than done, but you have to work towards them, right? That's water, by the way, not beer. What was it? All right, number one. Love your child as is. One thing I do with my daughter, and... I can't tell you what I do because it will ruin what I do with my daughter because it's special and exclusive to me. Let your kid know how important your kid is to them all the time. Tell them who's the greatest, who's the best. Tell them to repeat themselves. Tell them make imprint themselves. Give them belief in themselves. Yeah, all the flaws that you had when you were a kid. Try and teach them how to overcome them flaws and challenge yourself to overcome your flaws you had as, as a youngster and teach your kids to be stronger than what you were. Validate their emotions. Yeah, introduce them to this change curve. Teach your child that it's okay to feel different emotions. Understand the change curve. Understand it yourself. Go to the Harvest Rights UK group. Yeah, it's there. Apple Watch it quality. You find it, Apple Watch it podcast. Go, we're synced together. These pages are synced together. Harvest Rights, the change curve. Someone gave it a posh word earlier. I'm trying to keep it layman's terms, right? So, basically, what you need to do is make sure that you understand when anger is going to be there understand when empathy understand the change curve go through that change curve and appreciate it now i appreciate that we're on number two now yeah we've got three four and five to come come back after this break because i need to go for a wee Okay, so what we've established already is that the uh, we're going through the five ways to maintain your emotional connection if you can. And if you get in touch with me, if you can't address these physically in your head, get in touch with me and I can help you. So love your child as is. Validate your emotions, their emotions and yours. Yeah, because your emotions are just as important. That leads me on to point three. Yeah, remember to address your own emotional needs. Yeah. An emotional distant parent will lead to an emotionally distant child. Let me say that again. Address your own needs, um, your own emotional needs. An emotionally distant parent will lead to an emotionally distant child. Fuck. Now, clearly, that's why me and my daughter are so close because I've not been emotionally distant but you need to work on making sure that you're saying to them that it's okay to be angry yeah the best way to help our kids learn about our emotions is to develop them emotionally and develop emotionally safe relationships we need to get rid of our past frustrations shame and feelings of anger that can stir fears that may influence how we perceive ourselves and our parenting styles. 
we need to work with our own emotions to avoid unknowingly projecting them on your children. Like I said, you cannot not be angry. Anger is fine. Frustration is fine. How you cope with it is different. But that doesn't that does not mean you have to hide your emotions. So for example, you cannot ever, in my view, hide your emotions from your children. But there's a way of tackling your emotions. For example, you're talking to your wife, you're talking to your ex-wife, you're talking to your ex whatever, on the phone, it could be getting heated. Rather than you getting heated, because you know you're getting angry. If you do it in front of your kid, if you do it away from your kid, just say, I'm going to take, I'm going to go for a walk now and calm myself down. I'm feeling a little bit frustrated. Let them know that you're feeling frustrated, but let them know in a nice, calm, fact-based, honest, non-aggressive way, which can be difficult sometimes, especially if they're throwing plates at you. Don't get me wrong. But in in the majority of cases, that's what you need to do. Control your emotions and take yourself away from the situation. That shows that your child and anyone else that it's okay to experience anger. But it's an emotion that can be managed. And that's the most important thing. And then going into any family court, if you've got allegations against you saying that you can't manage your emotions, but then showing that you can, that's the key win. All right. Uh, seek to understand before being understood. This is number four. Seek to understand before being understood. Layman's terms, listen first and then react. Let your kid say what they've got to say. Yeah, if they say you're being a bit boring, get out of the face, get out of the face. If they're taking drugs, don't let them take drugs, but make, at least you know they're taking drugs. Fucking hell. If you don't know they're taking drugs, they probably are, and that's probably something you need to go back and look at yourself for. If you need some help with that, get in touch with me again, because it might be to help. Anyway... Five, and most importantly, your connect time. Your connect time is really, really, really important. And if you're not getting any connect time, send them cards, send them letters, send them a call of delivery. Evidence to a judge that you can do everything you can do to make sure that you're around your kid. I ain't saying that anything that I'm saying is really, really easy because I know it's not. I don't think I've recovered since... I've ever gone through it but I'm at a place now where I'm learning to deal with it and I'm in a place where I can help others with it I've got a lot of success doing what I'm doing and the people I'm speaking to are really really happy it's not just men that suffer from this and I'm here to help everyone and on that note come back after this because I'm going to have three minutes of just honesty I'm not sure I said this was my final part uh, the last part did I, did I say that? did I say that? no I didn't I didn't surely not no I did not I did not I did not I did not surely I did not uh, Matt O'Con, man, you've been a bit quiet over there. What, what are you... Oh, I'm just eating cake, Jason. Just eating cake, mate. I think you're talking a lot of shit, to be honest with you. I think you should go and jump on a fucking... Go, go fucking jump on a fucking... Uh, Caroline Flack. 
and then uh, victimise against women because uh, it gives you headlines because that's why I'm doing it because my name is Matt O'Conman. You know what I'm saying? Matt, that's why I didn't really want you in my studio because that's not what I agree with and I think you've lost your sense in reality. Would anyone else agree with the fact that Matt O'Conman has lost his sense in reality? Really? Anyone else at all? Oh, there's so, so, Matt, what, what do you have to say about that? What do you have to say about that? Well, mate, I, don't, I think they're wrong. I think they're wrong, mate. I think they're wrong. I think I've let you do a lot of talking. I'll be back. And, uh, and let's not bring up Caroline Flack again, because uh, that was an accident, you know what I mean, yeah? Because I'm perfect, and uh, all women are shit. Matt, 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 Matt. <clears throat> that ain't right, yeah? Women are not shit. Because if it wasn't for women, I would not be... <clears throat> alive still because it's women that pick us up when we're down and it's not all women that are bad and that's the final thought I want to leave you with yeah because some of you have got sons some of you have got daughters and some of you got daughters that are criticising the mums that are on the Father's Rights UK group yeah it's a Father's Rights UK it's a Father's Rights UK group doesn't mean it's discriminately against women and and just so I'm going to point something out here just 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 for shits and giggles, right? This is my final thought. So I'm going to go into here. I'm going to go onto this group stuff on my page. And it's going to tell me, because lots of people have been asking, let me just approve these two. Let me just approve Ashley. There you go. And Danny, there you go. You're in. A little shout out there for you as well. Um, and then I've got a pending post. Well, fucking, why are people swearing at each other? That's what I don't understand. Why the fuck are people swearing at each other? We're all on the fucking same page. Uh, war online. Every person, blood, social media with many of their struggles make it so nobody can flick twit to Twitch glit bitch without seeing a struggle. Um, I'm keeping that. I don't know what it meant, but I'm keeping it anyway. So, uh, Sharon let us know this morning that the that everyone's talking about gender. Who gives a Fuck for fucking... How did I figure this out? But everyone asked. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what we've got. We have got the, one of the highest stats from what I can understand. And thank you to all the members in the Fathers Rights UK group. Um, but let me let me show you this. One second, one second, one second. Uh, and we want more women in the group. I want... I want... I don't know what anyone else wants. I, don't, I believe in equality. We're on a 80%... 80%... Um, just over 80% men. And uh, just under... Just over sixteen percent uh, women. Let's try and fucking mix it up a little bit. Let's look, work together. What pisses me off when I hear all this gender bashing shit is, would you actually say that? So, forgive me to use this analogy. I hope I don't. I really do hope I don't offend anybody. But just because I'm white, does that mean I can't sign up for black people? Just because I'm white, does that mean I can't stand up for white people? Or black people? Just because I'm white, does that mean I can't stand up for black people? Just because you're black, does that mean you can't stand up for white people? Just because you're a woman, does that mean you can't stand up for a man? Just because you're a man, does that mean you can't stand up for a woman? That's just my final thoughts, because... I believe in equality and I believe there's shit men and there's shit women. And I believe there's 
shit men that change into good men and I believe there's shit women that change into good women and I believe we've all got our flaws and I believe no one's perfect but I think it's about learning about ourselves as we go through life and trying to be better all the time I for one know I ain't perfect and I guarantee you anyone listening if you look in the mirror hard enough or down the toilet if you're being sick and the reflection that comes back up off you in the toilet if you look at that and you look at yourself in the eyes hard enough none of us are perfect but all we can keep doing is trying to be better and being right for our kids so if anyone wants to gender bash I want to build a team around us and a movement around us where we help not just the grown ups but more importantly we need to help our kids and our kids are our next generations and and if we can't break the stigma of mental health we can't work together male and female understand where we've done things wrong try and defuse situations then the cycle is going to continue and I think for me it's time for it to stop thanks for listening to the Apple What's It podcast I hope you've smiled a little bit although it's been a bit serious it's been a bit long so if you've got to this point fair play to you uh, if I've spoken to you and I've spoken to about 15 people today and I'm thinking about you all and if you're alone contact me you are not alone worst case scenario what's the worst I can do make you laugh Matt you got anything to add before we leave because I've just had an email just had a memo that says you have to say goodbye Okay, let's walk aside. Let's put that in my contract, you know what I mean? All right, listeners, it's Matt O'Conman here, and um, I'm going to try and con you to come and visit my Father's For Me page. You know what I'm saying, geez? Yeah? I like ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. Mm. My name is Matt O'Conman for Father's For Me. Come and get me uh, my ice cream. And uh, I like the... Ice cream. But yeah, that's what I want to say to listeners, Jason. You fucking good man you are, Jason. Thanks, Matt. Uh, you're, a good, you're a good fat bloke as well yourself. Now, listeners, obviously, Matt O'Conman is uh, the command. Next time, we're going to be listening to uh, Kasim. We're going to be getting some of uh, Sharon, both of the Father's Rights UK group. And so I assure you that um, in these episodes, you will, sooner or later hear other voices other than myself or Matt O'Conman and I think that's a good thing right I think people would be quite happy to hear that right surely surely yes 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 yeah see so there you go so look hopefully these podcasts are making you smile hopefully they're educational as well Uh, stay safe look after yourselves and if you need me please get in touch with me